You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. All right, uh, I'm not impressed, Pat. Not impressed. This is my, my first Minnesota blizzard in two years, and I was hearing from every weather source on TV and social media, we're going to rival the Halloween blizzard of 1991. Uh, I feel like we're pacing behind at this point. We're pacing behind. The second wave uh, is going to have to be really impressive to uh, to live up to the hype, that is for sure, because the first one I just said, okay, that's a – Okay, now when does it start here, the first wave? And that uh, three inches, and uh, that was about it. That's all. Now, I did get, I saw my driveway got plowed. So uh, I guess there was a little, little enough snow for that. But uh, so far, not good. But it is interesting. We have to go back to one day after the parade for our most recent uh world championship in a major men's professional sport. Uh, and that's a long time ago, ain't it, baby? It <laughs> to, is, yeah. To it's unfortunate. It to, comparing it to, isn't that amazing? What if, uh, what if uh, you know, the World Series was, like, pushed back as far as it's pushed back now? Because game seven was on October 17th, 27th, right? October mm-hmm. 27th. If it had been, like, October 30th, 31st, they might have had to wait a while to play that game seven here in uh, Minnesota, right? Uh, there's a lot of those. There's a lot of those near misses. The <laughs> yes. Super Bowl, the, you know, we talked about this, I think, a few weeks ago. Yeah. The Super Bowl was here five years ago, and it, it got mm-hmm. down to zero one day, and it scared yeah. everyone from L.A. and Miami. The next year, that same week, wind chills of minus 55. <laughs> that would have yeah. been the stamp to put on the Minneapolis Super yes, Bowl. Yes, that, that would have been. Uh, they might have had to cancel the uh, thing that they were doing over the river there, right? They, uh, they were, what was the... Uh, they, they, what do you call... They were doing the... Uh, what do you call it? The Where you slide down the rope or whatever across yeah, yeah, the Yeah, right. They the were river. doing that across the river. Yeah, I was. I talked to Jim Marshall that week. He wanted to go to it. He wasn't really in great condition, but you know, the great adventurer of of the Minnesota sports scene said, "I think I could do it." And his wife was saying, "No, you're not going to do it." He wanted to. He wanted to. Whatever the hell that thing was. Uh, the, zip line. We were zip line. Zip That's line. It. Zip line. He wanted the zip line. That's right. Yeah. So. Uh, but let's see. We'll see. We'll we'll give him another day here. But they everybody canceled. Everybody's canceled school yesterday based on the forecast. I I think we could have survived the first raid wave and sent the little brats to school today. I mean, it's care. great right now. It's like sunny. You know, the streets are <laughs> <That's> plowed. <laughs> and uh, I think the uh, the girls, the state high school league is not blinking. They're going to have the, the girls hockey tournament starts today. Right. And yep. they're going to they're going to play it tomorrow. And and they, you know, they tell the teams. Take precautions as you're driving down here, but we ain't gonna, we aren't gonna get you here. You still gotta get here on your own. So uh, anyway. we're gonna find out who the toughest teams are on uh, Wednesday night, Thursday night. I think, I think that's, that's what's that's gonna happen. True. Those are the uh, I think A plays on. I think Double A plays today and A plays on Thursday. I'm not sure though. 
but uh, there's a, there's an interesting, you know, we had a Star Tribune has an interesting story on that today, that Gentry Academy, you know, the basically the hockey school out here. Uh, they moved them up to double A this year, but they, nobody's going to play them. The, the, uh, cause they, you know, they're, it's a charter school, by the way. We're paying for it. The taxpayers are paying for that hockey. Paying school. Paying for a hockey powerhouse. It's I love it. We're the state of hockey. We should be it's funding charter, hockey powerhouses. It's a charter school, so but nobody wants to play them anyway. That's hopefully it doesn't get quite as bad as they thought it was, and then we can all make fun of the weather forecasters like we used to when they were much more inaccurate than they are today. Well, Generally, I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna right. fire off a, a pithy tweet about how inaccurate they were, but then I remember. Uh, Declan put a screenshot out of my 260 batting average and write that down prediction. So if I'm only hitting one out of four sports predictions, I can't make fun of oh, Ian really? Leonard. No, you cannot. You cannot do that. That is for sure. See, I know we got other things to thought about, to think about, but I was thinking about this a couple of days ago. Have considering Minneapolis and the you know the the problems that Minneapolis has been through. And to get people back downtown is a big deal. Has there ever been anything more stupid in a, from a sports standpoint for a civic leader than Betsy Hodges, turn, bike lane Betsy, turning down the soccer stadium, which would have been right down behind Target Center uh, and Target Field, and you would have had this entire complex, and you would have had 18,000 young hipsters coming down there 20 times a year and it would have cost the city maybe for a little road improvement and and giving them a break on the taxes and everything about 20 million dollars maybe what were that. we worried about with the with we, the tax break that there's that, there's, did, that some other did. development would come in at some point uh, and uh, some of it just that we shouldn't be helping these rich people out that much but what a moron i mean be down there where the farmers market is You'd have the farmer's market next to it. You'd have this whole square of, of, of things going on. And, and, and more than anything, you'd have people going downtown who are 30 years old and they got money, right? And, yeah. uh, I, I wonder if it would have been different because, I mean, at the time of the decision, they were still trying to get people downtown, but not as desperately as now. Oh, no, no, no. If, it no. Were, if, it, if the decision had to be made now, I wonder if it would have been. A different well, story. I'm sure. I wonder if Fry would have been for it. If Fry might have been for it, just bike lane. Betsy didn't thought her constituent would uh, uh, constituency would. She'd have get too many. She get ten letters to the editor saying, "Ah, oh, we're always taking care of the rich people." So that yes, they're the ones that drive downtown. The rich people. They drive it. They employ people. They get people downtown. I mean, in it's fairness, you not. haven't tried the bike lanes yet, so I don't know. You shouldn't maybe knock no, the bike lanes till you try. I am not a regular uh, bike lane user. I will admit <laughs> that. But uh, man, that was uh, I, I was I was on her from the start on that one. But the more you the more you look at it now, the, the, you, you go by the the big beautiful uh, state soccer stadium on the midway, which by the way could use a little help too. But yeah. it was there. It was a gift. It was a gift, and she she turned it down. What a moron! Well, I think we were at at the time, and I agree. I, they they should have built that stadium where you're talking about. So I agree with you. But we had stadium fatigue, right? We had just paid five hundred uh, five hundred million dollars for U.S. Bank Stadium as a as a public. We paid yes. for a big chunk of Target Field. 
Uh, did we also pay for TCF Bank Stadium, a chunk of that? Yes. The public- oh, yeah, the state did. We had that, but we this they were building it themselves. They were building the construction costs and everything. They were building themselves. What they wanted was a break on the on the basically not paying the sales tax on, on, yeah. on the materials. And, you know, and they wanted you to know, improve some roads and do some stuff like that. But I say I cost you maybe 20 million of public money to get a stadium that's going to have people downtown spending money. And young, young, uh, you know, the hipster types that uh, are going to think that, you know, they go down there and, and they cheer like crazy for the, for these, this team that they don't even know who the, all the players are. That's a perfect crowd. They don't a, get mad. They atmosphere. don't care. If, they're going to show up whether you're eight and 24 or 24 and eight. They don't give a damn. They don't care if you're playing, you know, some exhibition game or not. They're going to be there because they can sing and chant and say, and, and then somebody tells them we scored a goal and they go, yay, that's great. It's fantastic. It's the perfect, it's the perfect crowd because they don't have any standards for success. It's you know, beautiful. there was a, there was another way to bring people downtown a few days ago that I uh, remember monster jam was at us bank stadium. Yes. Oh, I think really? on Sunday, it was like, like Friday through Sunday situation. Just a uh, different crowd than you get for a soccer oh. game. I don't, I don't think many soccer fans go to Monster Jam, but uh, how'd, Monster, how'd Monster Jam draw? Did they draw good? I don't know what the attendance was, but uh, just based on parking availability anywhere near, you know, 10 blocks near oh, yeah. U.S. Bank Stadium, looks like they were doing pretty well. Oh, yeah. It used to be great. It used to be a great event when it when it came in. And uh, the, uh, the motocross, too. I don't, think I, I don't think we get a motocross race anymore, but there used to be, you know, the Big indoor event. I remember doing a couple of pieces on motocross. Me, I know a lot about that motocross. Baby. You do, yeah. X Games, <laughs> motocross. That's right yeah, in your, right. your wheelhouse. Right. Uh, the anyway, twins, that the, was a tangent. We should probably go back to talking about sports. No, I'm, I think it was uh, it was a good tangent. Uh, the Twins uh-huh. did uh, sign a veteran utility man yesterday. I'm wondering what you – it kind of felt like what? their roster was already sort of set. Oh, uh, we have all kinds of uh, b- b- utility infielders. What's well, Nick, yeah, Nick Gordon. We've got uh, who was the other free agent? Kyle Farmer. Kyle we got, Farmer. Uh, we got this Julian kid. Uh, we got uh, we got all kinds. We got real Louie because we had so many extra infielders. Now uh, this guy obviously. So got Donovan so, Donovan Solano. He's I think he's thirty five years old. He can hit a little bit. Yeah, uh, but he, he's a part-time player who can play about four positions and hit a little bit. But it's a major league contract, so they got to figure something out. Oh, really? They gave him a big league. It's contract. a major league contract. Yeah. So they got to take somebody out the forty-man then, huh? Yeah. They already took uh, who they uh, gas off the forty-man uh, uh, last week uh, to make room for. Uh, they had to make room for somebody last week too. And yeah, they, I, I'd have to go look. Yeah. Well, see, they're going to have these forty-man spots. They got three guys who are going on the sixty-day DL when the when the season. But that doesn't you can't do that till opening day. Put them on the sixty-day DL. I didn't realize it was a major league contract. I thought he was just signing him for St. Paul or something. So no, it's a it's it's a thing. He's, I don't know. What's uh, what's it a sign of? Who are they worried about injury-wise? Or do they have a a trade in the works to make the roster sort of correct itself in the next couple of days? I don't know. Yeah. Okay. I feel like the Kepler stuff has probably dissipated at this point, but it feels a little, little like domino number one with domino number two 
to fall. So we'll see. It's, uh, it's weird. Okay. I should have paid more attention when I saw that. I just saw a graph and I thought, oh, well, you know, he's signing him for St. Paul. Good luck in St. Paul. But uh, <laughs> none of he's on the major league roster. I remember, him for, I remember him having a decent, the, two years ago when the Giants were like out of their minds, everybody they brought in did something, right? I think mm-hmm. he played for him quite a bit that year. because He batted like 320 in 300 plate appearances for, for the Giants a couple years ago. I had no idea he was that old until I saw it the day's paper, though. So, yeah, he was one of those guys that he came up in his twenties, played for I think it was the the Marlins and the Yankees, and then spent three years between ages like twenty nine and thirty two in AAA grinding it out, and then came hey, back to the big leagues for four years. How about let's uh, let's uh, mention this? We might have. Uh, I mean, Blazovich was supposed to be the big prospect like four years ago, and he. Mm-hmm was injured for two years and then last year he was horrible and they stuck with him right they stuck with him they kept him on the 40 man and now he must have got punched in a bar fight right because he ends up with a broken face but uh he may not be a bright fella i remember interviewing him like four years ago i thought he was a the you know kind of a bright guy but yeah. uh and obviously, was they're not telling us the full details, and he's he can't talk because his jaw's wired shut. But uh, <laughs> that, uh, not a bright guy. No, they apparently they sat him down and stressed the importance of just focusing on baseball going forward. And isn't that amazing? Like not just with baseball players, but pretty much any professional athlete. If if you could talk to most of them when they're 38, 40, 45 years old, almost all of them would say, "Boy, I wasn't." Really, the sharpest guy when I was 22 yeah. years old at my I, physical I, I peak. Would guess, you know? I would guess he's got a chance to be the guy taking off the 40 man. Would be what, now that I think about it. He was uh, their number one pitching prospect. Oh yes, three yeah. years ago. Three years ago, yeah, and he's, he's been terrible. He's been hurt and terrible and everything else. So, and I also see Josh Winder's uh, shutter down again for a while. Right? You see yeah. that? Yeah, well, is he shut down? He's definitely two weeks behind. He was shut down before, and now he's like two weeks behind schedule. He was, uh, he's his, uh, what, whatever keeps getting sore with him. Is it, I can't remember, is it the shoulder or the forearm or something, but he's sore again. He and, might be uh, a guy that, you know, you have a, you have a crunch for your rotation anyways. If he can't handle the load of being a starter, mm-hmm. maybe you throw him in for some, for some bullpen or, depth. Well, here's the thing. Uh, I remember that. I remember being back in spring. I think it's way back in 2020 now, is it? It might, wouldn't have been. I, I mean, I was there in 21. Maybe it was 21. They had Cantorino and him were the two guys they were pushing, you know, Cantorino. And Cantorino has been injured for two years. And mm-hmm. this guy hasn't made it to the finish line either year either. So, uh, you know, pitching, that's why when you gotta go get that, Pitching, you got to get that young pitching, a good pitching. You know, it's nice to have young pitching, but you got to you got to go spend a lot of money on pitching. Uh, they're they're a fragile uh, commodity, and uh, there's a very good chance that they aren't going to pitch like you thought they were going to. And these two kids, these two guys were the, they were both going to be in the rotation last year, a couple of years ago, and now either neither of them are, have been able to be healthy. You know, something else I observed just kind of looking through the the social media twin spring training reports yesterday. So uh, there was a a short video or a photo of Paul Molitor working with Carlos Correa and Byron Mm -hmm. Buxton in the batting cage. 
This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad. Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. Are the Twins the best organization in professional sports at smoothing over what should be rocky yes. relationships? Yes, yes. Gardy, Terry, Paul, fired, fired. You're all fired. <laughs> Five minutes later, they're just back in a Twins uniform at spring training, you know, back in the press oh, box. you've been there. You've been there at spring training. Billy Smith just making laps through them. I don't think he doesn't out. work for him anymore, but he's making laps hey through guys. the press box. <laughs> Like, just uh, eating yeah, popcorn, just hanging out. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's incredible. Billy lives out there now. You know, he's you know he's no hard feelings. It's uh, it's amazingly the no hard feelings organization. You know, Terry, you know, is is not working in baseball. I think for the first time this year, he's actually retired. Wow. He didn't. Uh, you know, he left the Phillies, and he's not uh, not. I, I don't know if he's down there. I don't know if he'd be. He's got to be down there somewhere, sitting in the stands watching. Now, Terry he didn't come yeah. up. And, Terry, Terry didn't come up and hang out upstairs, you know, in the in the offices. No, stuff. he put the cap he, on and sit sit he behind put home the cap play. on and sit behind home play with the other scouts. But uh, that would be a uh, that would be a terrible uh, boy. I, I can't imagine what that guy would be doing if he can't go to baseball games, you know, in spring training in Florida. How would you, if you're him, how would you, would you ever go to a baseball game for just enjoyment or would you always have your, you're always sort of critiquing and scouting? I wonder when the last oh, time I'm he sure. just went to a baseball game, you know, and mm-hmm. sat there did, like a uh, fan and did. ate a hot dog. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he's assessing, even if he's uh, if he's not working for anybody. That's, I'm sure he's assessing. So, yeah. anyway. um, well, we uh, I, there's another thing. Maybe I can save. I, I have an Anthony Edwards thing for you, but we're we'll, we'll do it again tomorrow. So remind me if I forget to ask you about mm-hmm. uh, something Anthony Edwards said for for tomorrow's show. Not the uh, thing about playing all the time, is it? That is the thing. Is that, I, yeah, that thing? yeah. It's, it's that's that's been. Uh, well discussed, and it's uh, it pretty much probably made him an outcast at the All Star game. I love it. I love that he. I love that he just comes in. This? Play it. We we shouldn't have to play all the time. For yeah. goodness' sake. I think yeah. it's, I just love the fact that he can walk into a room full of like you know the twenty two alpha Hall of Fame NBA guys and basically throw middle fingers up and say, "Why aren't you guys playing?" Hey, <laughs> I think it's awesome. Did you try to watch it at all? I. No, yeah, I'm out. It, I'm it out on the else. Unbelievable! They got to do. They got to not play it. They got to do what the NBA, NFL did. They cannot play it. Yeah. It is. It used to be a layup dribble dr- drill, but it was at eighty percent speed. Now it's a layup. I watched only two minutes. I had to change it, but it's now a layup drill at fifty percent speed. Yeah. It's and the and the poor announcer has to sit there now, oh, and he drives in, and they got to act like they're watching something. It's People used to pay money to go to that that thing, and I maybe they still do. But what you got? Well, and, and even the Saturday night there. stuff, the huh? the the dunk, the Saturday night stuff has fallen off a cliff too. The the three point contest is always going to be kind of fun. Sure. The dunk contest, and I follow the NBA pretty closely. Mm-hmm. Those are four guys that even I was like, who? Who are these guys? Yeah. Game so tw- twenty that. years ago, I think Vince Carter and I think yeah. Vince Carter was the last superstar to just sort of 
Maybe maybe uh, Dwight Howard jumped over a Kia one time, mm-hmm. yeah. um, or Blair Blake, or was it Blake Griffin jumped over a Kia? But it's, it's been about ten years. Since, it's a long time since Dominique did it. <laughs> they used to have yeah. a dunk guy. I think the first one Dominique was in it for good. LeBron never did it. Ago. No, no, they uh, they they. I don't know. They they're not going to give up the weekend because the parties and all the and bringing in sponsors and all that stuff. But the the game is beyond stupid. And you're right. The Saturday night stuff is beyond stupid too. So. Yeah, yeah. The uh, and the. Here's what they're doing. They got the first year, second year game. They're training them not to make any effort either, you know, when they're playing in their game. They, 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 they're, they're breaking them in so they learn how to not to do anything. When they're, yeah, uh, well, it is nice to see uh, Luca Garza in the uh, G League All-Star game. I think he was the MVP right? of that game. And he I want him back incredible. here. We're not playing him enough. Luca was great. Lucas, Luca can be play in the league for goodness sakes. He's, he, is, he's, he can be the backup to uh, the big guy, Gobert. There's no doubt about it's it. It's kind of amazing how the Wolves they, they just sort of find they found Nas Reed undrafted. They found yeah. Luca Garza undrafted. They've 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 had a knack for finding some that, of these guys. I'll tell you the guy they're going to let leave as a free agent is uh, Noel. Noel. Uh, yeah. Jalen. Yeah. He's they're just uh, pinch does they don't play him much. They don't. Uh, you know, as, as good as he can be offensively, they just they, they must have decided he's the guy. They're going to keep Nas and, and let him walk, I guess. They're going to, you know, they got the free agent situation. They're both free agents. I, I really like Jalen a lot, but this year there must be something going on because he doesn't play that much. Oh, he's, so. if yeah, his his upside is he almost needs to go just sign with a bad team and score 18 points a game for a couple years yeah, or something. and shoot a lot and not have to guard anybody, I guess. That's, yeah. uh, that's the way that goes, so. Yeah. All right. Well, be be safe out there, Pat. Uh, if yeah, we... I'm uh, I'm shoveling. I uh, the I got the girls across the street up in the cul-de-sac shoveling my walk. They uh, came over and got me last night for the first twenty. I'm at twenty bucks. Okay, so you're not running that. a sweatshop. You are. No, uh... no, no, no. Six takes them six seven minutes. Twenty. They're making a hundred and twenty an hour between them. Okay. But, uh, but they said, you want me back in the morning? I said, well, let's wait till it actually starts snowing again. Wait, what's their hourly rate? 120 bucks an hour. Well, I'm paying them 20 bucks and it takes less than 10 minutes. Are so. you giving them health insurance too? <laughs> well, I thought I was only getting one, but uh, they were both here last night. They're splitting her up. So uh, that's, that's a good, okay. good business but sense. Okay. I, I, I had to make them. Hey, you're not getting 20 a piece here. You're getting 20. You know? <laughs> All those, those 17 kids come walking over and they'll get 20 bucks. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But they, uh, you know, I, I thought we were going to get feet. You know, I have arranged to have them do. I thought we were going to get feet of snow. Uh, maybe, maybe we didn't. Maybe I could have done it for goodness. Last night I could have done it for goodness sake. So yeah, we'll see. Well, anyway. we'll see what the tally is uh, when we reconvene tomorrow. We'll see if the uh, if we can right. catch up. All right. See you, Jess. All right. Night. See you, Pat. That's uh, that's Roycey Unchained. Here you can find it, Roycey Unchained. Everything he does with us on Score North on the Roycey Unchained podcast feed. <laughs>